Hi, this is Gerald Salenti. It's Friday, April 24th, 2020. And here are some of today's trends in the news on the market front over there in Asia. Down. Over there in Europe. Down. But here in the USSA, that's gone the communist Chinese way, where your leaders will tell you what to do. What leaders? A bunch of low-life politicians? Well, guess what? The markets are up. And you know when they really peaked up? Just like they've done on a lot of Fridays before. Right in the last few minutes of trading. That's right. Yes, trading day's ending. The markets are going up. Couldn't be that plunge protection team rigging the markets, could it? No, no, no. Stocks rose on Friday as oil prices clawed back even more of their historic losses from earlier in the week while investors weighed the prospects of a potential coronavirus treatment. You know what that is. That is bullshit. You got it. What else did, why else did they go up? Well, the major averages have rallied more than 25% since late March, with the S&P 500 tracing about half of its downside move from an all-time high of Feb, from February 19th. February, March, April. Look at this in two months from the high, and now it's bounced back a little bit. But look what's going on. This is really big. The markets are rigged as I see it. And so do, by the way, does our, of our writers there, Gregory Manorino, who's the stock market cat, this whole thing here. On Friday, President Trump signed a $484 billion relief bill to boost small businesses and hospitals. You look at the number, it boosted hospitals really small, and you know where the money's going. It's not going to small businesses. Quote, the market is getting used to the fact that maybe it's going to be late May, maybe June, before the economy is reopened, said Daniel Deming from KKM Financial. So the question underneath this market is whether there's enough stimulus, enough liquidity to continue to support this market structure. At this point, the market appears to be okay with that. But... If we all of a sudden get into the middle of May and it looks like July or August before reopening, that would be another issue for the market to deal with. The markets are okay with that. The markets to deal with. Could you get this in your head? It's bigger than the markets. It's all the people that are out of work, the hundreds of millions because of all the low-life parasites, poly. Ticks, politicians, the people that are mentally deranged, psychopaths, sociopaths, pathological liars, running and ruining countries all over the world, but they're concerned about what the markets will think. And what else do we have? Staying right with the markets from the Financial Times. Two stories. Investors baffled by soaring stocks in monster depression. The divergence between the high-flying stock market and the dying economy is so extreme is leaving many analysts scrambling for explanations. What's scrambling for an explanation? The markets are rigged. The plunge protection team, the Federal Reserve. You see where the money is going. You forgot about the repos. 
The trillions of dollars they're pumping into this thing. And then there's another one from the Financial Times. U.S. equity valuations reach near two-decade two high after rally. U.S. stock markets have surged over the past month despite the damage to corporate profits from coronavirus pushing one popular measure of equity valuation to its most expensive in nearly two decades. The markets are way overvalued. One industry after another going down. Again, the markets have no relationship to reality. It's all a rigged game. Oil ends volatile week. Lower despite nearly 50% jump. Wow, a 50% jump over three days. Yeah, jumping from what? It was on negative on Monday. Crude prices rose Friday as energy producers continue to cut number of rigs, drillings for oil in the United States and Canada. Both Brent and U.S. crude benchmarks, however, remained on track for the third straight week of losses. As global production shutdowns failed to keep pace with the collapse in demand caused by the coronavirus pandemic. It's not caused by the coronavirus pandemic. It's caused by political parasites who close down the global economy and they keep repeating this line. They blame it on the virus rather than the sick people. And to be equal in these days, me too, don't go after me. The sick bastards and bitches that have destroyed the economy. And the prostitutes, the media whores that keep selling fear and hysteria. So U.S. oil closed at $16.94, $17 a barrel, basically. And Brent crude, 21. They put a headline, it's up 50%. 21 bucks for Brent crude. Bah. Investors have sold... Again, oil aggressively since early March in response to a 30% collapse in demand due to the pandemic. Not due to the pandemic, due to the politicians. So that's what you do, by the way, in trend forecasting. You look at the words, you look at the understanding, because you could get very, very taken off track by most of the people do by buying into the... You got it. Offshore oil storage is currently... And nearly filled at 85% capacity. And what else do we have? Oh, gold. Gold went down a little bit, but it's still over that $1,700 mark, and you know my forecast on it. And by the way, not to forget, you want to know where it's going, what's going to happen, all that's what's going next? Webinar, that's right, sign up now. Space is limited. Next Thursday, that's right, April 30th, that's right, a webinar, it's limited, you better sign up now because I get a lot of questions, I cannot answer them. This is an opportunity for you to ask me questions, It'll be, I'll give you some insights, some trend forecasts, and we're taking questions and answers. So remember, next Thursday, April 30th, a webinar. And also, don't forget to spread the word of truth, 
where we are the truth in trends and that is our goal, our work. We only put in the facts, none of this political hysteria, or I should say, prostitute hysteria. So, U.S. gold futures settled. It's $1,735 an ounce. For the week, bullion has risen more than 2%. Again, we'll give you our forecast where it's going, bottoms and tops. Gold, a safe haven investment during times of political and financial uncertainty, tends to benefit from widespread stimulus measures from central banks because it is widely viewed as a hedge against inflation and currency debasement. That is from CNBC. No kidding. Blow me away. Never would have figured that out. Again, go back to our trends alert. June 6th, 2019, gold bull run has begun. Gold was $400 less back then. And what else do we have here? Global economy hit by pandemic fight. This is the Wall Street Journal. It goes on today going saying the surveys on Thursday suggest governments have effectively closed parts of the economy where face-to-face interaction is unavoidable, such as restaurants and bars and activity has tumbled in parts of the economy less directly affected. They go into the service sector. The numbers are in the deep minuses. This has never been seen before. When you look at the surveys, IHS market surveys, in the Eurozone, the index dropped to 13.5% in April from 297 in March. Over 50 is growth. Under 50 is decline. Again, the data is in. You'll be in your trends journal. Again, it's a weekly. No other magazine like it. And you subscribers know it. European labor markets real. 18 million. And the numbers came out. We've got 26 million already in the United States out of work. 18 million in Europe. And the numbers are much worse. But the good news because, you know, Salenti, be more positive. So I'm going to be positive, all right? American billionaires have gotten $280 billion richer since the start of the COVID-19 pandemic. Isn't that great, huh? Yeah. And you look at the data here. In fact, since 1980, the taxes paid by billionaires measured as a percentage of their wealth dropped 79%. And that's according to the Institute for Policy Studies. So it's socialism for the rich. Keep stealing our money. Keep giving it to them. Do away with the antitrust laws. Make them bigger. Make them bigger. Because all we are are workers in Slavelandia. Ah, as others cave, several public companies that took small business loans are not giving back the cash. This is from CNBC. Despite outrage on Main Street and new pressures from the Treasury Department this week, several publicly traded companies that receive payroll relief funds from the Small Business Administration oppose demands to return the cash. You got it. All this money's going to the big. They're throwing out little crumbs to the people. End of story. 
publicly traded companies. What are we giving our money to publicly traded companies for? What do I care if the airlines go bust? United Airlines, American Airlines, they treat you like crap when they're flying, when they're making a lot of money, they put it in their pockets. When they lose money, they steal it from us because of the low-life politicians. Imbeciles and morons call it campaign contributions. Adults call it bribes and payoffs. Hey, American goes out, a new company takes its place. Hey, what happened to Pan Am, TWA, Allegheny, all gone. The bigs gobbled up everything, and you could thank that other slimy little lowlife that everybody loves, Jimmy Carter. That's right. He's the one that deregulated the airline industry. When I was a young guy flying, there were 150 different airlines. And phew, you know what they used to compete on? Not prices. No, they were all about level. Service. It was fun to fly. Not anymore. Why are we bailing them out? Because the politicians are stealing our money and giving it to them. You got it. Oh. New report shows severity of COVID-19 impact on hotel industry. 70% of employees laid off or furloughed. Eight in 10 hotel rooms empty. Drop in tourism rocks Southern Europe. The past month, the hotel in Spain's third largest cities have suffered 95% cancellations. Hotels, restaurants, souvenir shops, ferry services, and a myriad of other tourism-linked businesses across Europe face a similar fate as summer approaches and the coronavirus pandemic continues. The coronavirus hysteria continues. Look at the numbers. We're still under 200,000 dead in the entire world as I speak. Out of 7.7 billion people, and what did the flu kill last year? Oh, 650,000. Eh, but those are only numbers. How many died from air pollution last year? Only 9 million. And eh, what about TB? Eh, 1.5 million. MGM hotels, casinos post big decline in revenue. Gaps, cash pile gets dangerously low and they're not paying rents. And either is Staples and other places like Burlington Stores. Others including JCPenney Company, Neiman Marcus Group have skipped interest payments owed to bondholders. The beers to cut diamond production by 20% this year. Yeah, diamonds aren't a girl's best friend anymore and it's gonna keep getting worse. But the good news is lockdown gives Domino's a lift. Isn't that great, huh? Domino's Pizza said its US sales accelerated in April as consumers stay at home. And their president said, what's his name over here? Uh, Chief Executive Richard Allison. You know, as time goes forward, people start to get a bit tired of cooking and eating the same thing. Eating the same thing and cooking. You can cook a whole variety of things. I love to cook. I would never eat Domino's pizza as an Italian or Napolitano. <laughs> but anyway, I mention this because what's one of the big killers in America that's taking people down, not only in America, but all over the world? The coronavirus is particularly unkind 
to those who are obese. America's obesity epidemic appears to be making the coronavirus outbreak more dangerous. All the data is in your trends journal. Keep eating those Domino's pizzas. And what else do we have here? Remote workforce boosts Intel. I'm mentioning that because people ask me what the trends are, where they're going. A lot of it has to do with work at home and other things. And we're going to talk more about it on the webinar next Thursday. Go to trendsjournal.com, trendsjournal.com. You'll see the banner over there. Click onto it. Again, space is limited. And subscribe to the Trends Journal. Tell your friends. It's the only place where you're going to get the truth and trends, and we're committed to the truth. Schools and beaches are allowed to reopen in New Zealand and Australia. I want to read this. Both countries have benefited from an early aggressive response to the pandemic. You know what that is? You got it. The pandemic isn't a pandemic like they built it up to be. It's one big hysteria. The numbers prove it. Oh, the numbers come out. 50,000 dead in America. Yeah, out of a population of 330 million. And who's dying? Well, you know who's dying. Here we go. You know who's dying. I gave you one over there was the people that are obese. COVID-19 told tips tops 10,000 at healthcare facilities. This is according to the Wall Street Journal and a number of healthcare facilities in states haven't reported the deaths coming from the elder care and healthcare place where people are, elder care. And they're chronically ill already and old. California being one of them. And what else do we have here? Oh, scientists question distance guidelines. Yeah, they're all coming up with different numbers. They're making this stuff up. Ah, California marks deadliest day of outbreak. Look at that big headline. Woo, whoa. How many people died? 115 people. And they're not reporting how many people are dying in elder care homes. We're talking 1,469 people dead in California. That's locked down at a population of 40 million. Could you do the numbers? How many people die every day in California? Oh, makes no difference because how about all those homeless people? Huh? How about all those homeless people all over the streets in California? If this thing was so deadly, poof, that homeless population be wiped out. But they're all over. They're not dying from it. They're in better shape than the elderly, the infirm, the people that are obese, diabetics, and people suffering from respiratory ailments. What happened? 480,000 people died in the United States from smoking? Last year, millions infected. Cuomo says New York antibody tests suggest COVID-19, you ready? Was up to 2.7 million people could have been infected. 2.7 million people could have infected. So that means the real death rate 
that Clown Cuomo was screaming out is way lower. And that's what they're finding out. Oh, in L.A. County, I talked about that in the Trends Journal. Oh, yeah, the numbers are way higher. Well, if the numbers of infected are way higher, then how come the number of dead isn't skyrocketing? Because of who it's killing. Again, the obese, diabetics, respiratory ailments, elderly that are chronically ill. And speaking of Cuomo, the daddy's boy who named the Tappan Zee Bridge after Papa. Oh, and we don't, oh, his brother Chris is okay now on the Cartoon News Network. Hey, how come he didn't die? Because of his health conditions. But we won't talk about that. New York will suffer $13.3 billion revenue shortfall from original forecasts due to coronavirus, Cuomo says. This is today. This is quote. And then this economic tsunami hits and you shut down all businesses. Everybody stays home. They're not getting a paycheck. They feel economic anxiety. The consequence to the state is the revenue projections are way down. Not you shut down all businesses. You, the guy that's always saying, I shut down all businesses, Cuomo. Not you, meaning us. And you're not worried about the money because you've been sucking off the public tit all your life. Oh, you remember when you were that... That guy over there with the Clinton administration, Health and Human Services, yeah, playing governor. You're not worried about the money, and your little brother like you would be nowhere. If Mario was in governor, don't say you did it, meaning us, you did it. And you could care less, because you got all the money you want, like these other low-life politicians that steal our money in the name of taxes. Diabetes, lung, and heart disease common in U.S. coronavirus patients, according to the Center for Disease Control. All right? That's the fact. That's the story. Where are we going? What's next? This is unprecedented in world history. Nothing like it. So if you want to know where the future is heading, what to do, how to best prevail and prepare for what's going on, Again, the Trends Journal. Tell your friends, subscribe, and don't forget, next Thursday, April 30th, webinar live. Go to trendsjournal.com and sign up before it's too late. This is Gerald Salenti, and that's some of today's Trends in the News.